and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. We are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You guarantee completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this podcast, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, Hi girls. girls. I'm so sorry. I literally just put a smartie in my mouth, mouth as it got to me saying my names. Our <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stevie has had a drink or two and she is so much fun tonight. Not that you aren't always. Yeah. It's absolutely We're hilarious. Just on a very different level to you two. Very different. Yeah. I'm slowly <laughs> trying to like sober myself don't sober yourself you're not you're not even that drunk you're just a bit merry just so merry yeah i think i'm very merry yeah i also don't have a filter which is not perfect i find that entertaining about you when you've had a drink there's no filter (laughs) like see like i i i can imagine drunk steve like we would have to hold back drunk steve oh for sure oh i'm a liability i'm not gonna lie i think i am a liability we was just reminiscing about and the end dubs concert that we went to it to the final night and um have you seen some of the footage of like people like pulling dappy and people like yeah he turns on and he's like get the fuck off me yeah he gets bad at it and have you seen the ones where Delisa is like alright leave it leave it and she's like trying to pull him back and he's like going for it there was one where there's you know the moment where they say like if they tell you to pass your phones up and they'll take like selfies and stuff like that your phone and pass it back to you well, there's a video that's gone viral. Michael showed me it. Of, um, I know Emily showed me it. It was, and it's someone throws their phone on stage, but it hits to Lisa, knocks <gasps> her glasses off. Oh my god! Literally, nearly knocks her the fuck out. Yeah, oh, but oh yeah, god. it was really nostalgic. Listening yeah. to the songs again, I, I felt bet. like I was thirteen. Yeah, oh. I tell you what, we took so many videos as Did well. You? you know, when you're like. I didn't. You never watched them back ever as well when you did. Nick said to me, I've got 40 videos, and I was like, just delete them all. Just let's just delete them all. Because I was standing like where we were sitting, I was in front of him almost. Also, shout out Tommy because he was like, you better shout me out on the podcast because I actually bought his tickets off him. So, yeah. Shout out Tommy, although you didn't give them to her for free. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Del Boy, I gave him an offer. Yeah. No, I'm only making, messing about. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so desperate for the tickets. I'd pay anything. Oh, it was really good. I'm so glad I didn't go. Oh, it, but it was like people were just super drunk. Yeah, so well, my cousins drunk. went about a week or so before and was like, never again because the crowd was literally just like off their face. It was, it was proper aggie. Yeah. It could have kicked off at any point. Any yeah, point, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, Which then you can't like fully relax and enjoy it, can you? Because yeah. you're just a bit like. I was on high alert because like within within the first song, like two minutes in, the girl in front of me is smashed oh, dancing, God. pushes my elbow, all my beer goes all over me. So no, like oh, that's I was so soaking wet, and then we, I was like, "Fuck this, Em, let's move." So we moved into another like area. Um, just on the side and then another girl was literally so smashed she was hanging on to her friends her friends could barely even hold her she kept like falling back I I was like well I didn't get there till late anyway and I I had a beer by the time it started and the level everyone was on I was like Mm. what is going on can I just say I was I was going to send you a video because obviously me and Nick got tickets at like four o'clock and they was coming on and um, we ended up in a pub at the O2 um, having a few drinks before um, and as we're walking back to get to where we needed to to get in we were seated I was like 
Nick, what are they queuing for? Are they queuing for Nando's? And he was like, no, surely not. The queue oh went God. forever. And he was like, babe, they're queuing for standing. And I was like, they are not. <gasps> and I very nearly messaged you being like, don't even rush to the O2 because mm. the queue for standing, if you'd have got there, it, even if you'd have got there at four o'clock in the afternoon, you'd have been queuing at least an hour to oh, get through. It was ridiculous. I didn't want to be squeezed in no. the middle for end dubs. I was just, that's what I said to Ems. I was like, I actually ain't fussed about it, but I want space so that we can have yeah. a little dance. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, they're just, that's what we They're so nostalgic. And that's what you want to go for. Yeah. But like, you're not like, ever going to have the she best. She didn't care about getting up close to Yeah. Well, the thing is as well, I was saying to Nick, why is that person here? Why is that person here? Because they must have been four when N-Dubs was big. I, yeah. It was ridiculous. And like, when we, when I was in the pub before, I went into the toilet, and all these girls like, take a picture, take a picture. Like, listen, I'm here for girls living their best life. Go for it. I've been there. I've done it. But I was like, how do you even know who they are? Yeah. Like, what? I, I'm so confused. Like, genuinely, what? Your, are your parents here with you and they pass this yeah. down to you? Like, I was so confused. Oh, well, I was yeah. running because I finished work uh, late at my youth theatre performance and I literally had to leg it as they went on stage. And uh, I got on the DLR to Canary Wharf and then I got off at Canary Wharf and I had to run through the uh, Canary Wharf. And as I'm running, my bag's like jingling and these two girls like look round at me like really sus. And then I see, I he- heard them as I went past them go, well, that girl's running, do you think we better run? And I turned around and I was like, you guys see M dubs? And they was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you better run. Oh, <laughs> it was like 20 to, te- to oh, 9. Oh, God. So I met two friends. They gave oh. me a, but a can of... Um, what was it? Captain Morgan's and Coco. Yes. Like, oh my god. <laughs> so I made a couple of friends on the way. Then we go Love through that. security. One of the girls has got a joint in her knickers. I didn't even realise. <gasps> oh my god. Hey, only you. Thank only you. Only you. Because there were sniffer dogs and all that there. So oh they pulled her god. over and her mate left her. I was like, mate, you can't leave your friend. She was like, I was like, go and tell her just to give them what they've got. Anyway, by this point, you know, and I'm like. I am do you, you do very know, grateful yeah. for the Captain Morgan's and Coke, but I am defo not waiting for you guys no. to get through because they weren't going to get through. If, they, if she didn't admit it, she yeah, weren't going to get it. Yeah, but you say that though. So, like, Nick is a smoker and he's gone on to vapes to, like, I would say try and get away from smoking, but hey, at this point, vaping, smoking, they're as bad as each other. Anyway, so we're sitting in there. Nick's vaping vape, in yeah. the O2. I didn't think he was allowed. Yeah. The bouncer in the pub is vaping. And then we got into the actual arena, and then this thing comes over the tannoy, like, if you get caught smoking... Yeah, because when I went Drake... Yeah, everyone was vaping. No, everyone was puffing. We was oh, right yeah. in the middle, and everyone yeah. just spun their joints up as soon as Drake come on. Well, I'm talking, like, 2012. Oh, well, yeah. they were selling them. And I said to him, listen, if you ain't allowed to vape and you get kicked out, what are we doing? And he was like, well, I'll get kicked out and you stay. And I was like, good. good I answer, hope Nick, you yeah. know that I am staying and I would have stayed right to the end just to make a point. Even though I'd have been in there on my own, like, really no, no, no. Name Shaniqua and what? Yeah, that's right. No. Oh, Does anyone remember when Dappy's picture went around? Do you remember the size of his, his penis. penis? Fucking huge. I can't believe it. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Anyway, um, that was the longest intro ever. Bloody ever. hell. Um, well, this week's episode, we are talking all about... From N-dubs to deal breakers. Ooh. Not as I really thought you were going to say dildos. I thought you were going to say dildos. 
no need when you've got oh. Dappy in his massive penis. Absolutely. That is not a deal breaker. That is not a deal breaker. <laughs> that is a, a yes no. breaker. Oh. <laughs> From N-dubs to is it a yes or is it a no, no, no. That was terrible. That was good. So bad. <laughs> So bad, right? We will actually get to it in a moment. But yeah, we're talking about deal breakers. We've got some dilemmas that have come in and uh, we'll be looking at whether or not we think that the situations are deal breakers. Is it a yes? Is it a no? Run for the hills. But before we get there. Stevie's word of the week. Girls, I think you might actually know the word this week. Oh. But it's very fun to say, which is why I'm going with it. Convivial. Never heard of it in my life. Never. No idea. (laughs) Don't tell us. No, I was going to say, this is how I would describe you two. Oh. Oh. Well, I guess I'll... Perfection. (laughs) (laughs) Convivial. 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 I think it's like super bubbly and chatty and friendly. I agree. Conversational. Convivial. Conversational. Convivial. Is that conversation? I think we're chatterboxes. Yeah. You are chatterboxes and it means, if you're talking about a person, cheerful and friendly, jovial. And if you're talking about an atmosphere or an event, it is friendly, lively, and enjoyable. Love that. You two We're are all convivial. convivial. I agree. Very convivial. Reminds me of the word conflab. <laughs> <laughs> I love the word conflab. Conflab. What I remember. Fuck is conflab? It means to meet, just doesn't it? it? Does it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just meet and have, I thought it was having a chat, really. I Well, I think it is, but... I, like, a little conflab. Yeah, like to meet and, and chat, because... I heard someone say this when I was working on X Factor as a runner, and I remember I was 18 at the time, and I felt young in comparison to everyone. I felt like I hadn't really experienced the world, and someone was like, we're going to have a conflab, and I was thinking, I don't know what that fucking means. What the fuck's a conflab? I was like, yeah, lovely, like, just going along with it anyway. So, yeah, conflab. Well, I've just Googled it, and it says it's an informal noun, and it means to have an informal, private conversation or discussion. Lovely. So basically, what this podcast is. Exactly. Every week, we're having a little conflab. Big, long conflab. Yeah. We should rename it. (laughs) Big, long conflab. (laughs) You heard it Long story conflab. Long story short. Well, long conflab short. (laughs) Long conflab. God, it sounds like a vagina. That's what it I does. When it's it's so close it. to flaps, I think. Oh, yeah. flaps. Conflaps. Yeah. Conflap. Conflap. Oh, God, yeah. girls. Mm. Or I think of, like, you know that tyre that hangs over your vagina? You know, like the bottom of your belly? You mean it's... Don't they call that the diabetic tyre? Oh, <laughs> Don't they call that a diabetic tyre? Well, my tire? mum always says, well, as soon as you hit menopause, that's where your weight carries that tyre yeah. low down. Big fat bit that hangs over your bag. Yes. Right. Well, no, it sounds really bad. So when but... people say, let's have a conflab, you're like, why would I want a conflab? I don't want to go anywhere near that I area. I don't want your conflab, yeah. 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 Keep your conflab to yourself. Keep your conflab to yourself. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's like a funny pouch, God. isn't it? Funny <laughs> well, thank you, Stevie. Thank you, Steve. How eye-opening was that conversation? <laughs> okay, so our topic is deal breakers. And I think this is a really interesting one because every person on this planet will have a slightly different idea of what their deal breakers are and things that they're happy to it's true. put up with. It's true. I first to admit that I am probably the world's worst for letting things go over my head when I should really, like 
pull up on them. So I'll be interested to read these dilemmas yeah. and figure out where. I think as well, as much as we do agree with a lot of things, I think all three of us have got very different opinions on certain things. So yeah, I'm interested I on what you two think. And I think there's going to be really random things that would be our deal breakers that the other that. The other two are like... So oh, true. Girls, really? I'm going to be really controversial here as oh, well, though. Go, go Stevie. I think... Fill us off. <laughs> I think we'll all say this is deal breaker for us and we will let it slip for certain people. Oh. Oh, you mean In terms in of, we could all sit here and say this is a deal breaker for me, but if yeah. Michael did it, Tom did it, or Nick did it, we would let it slide. I think I'd be mm. honest if I'd let it slide on. Do you not think? I'll let you know I if, I can't. Can't. Like, if I've let it slide No, no, I don't think we would do it intentionally. I think we will sit here because and say it's them. a deal breaker. I but see. then in two weeks' time, if, if they, they actually did it, did it, we would be like, we would justify it. And we would be like, no, no. Because we love them or we want it to work yeah. or whatever. But I think there's only certain things that would in that specific moment be a deal breaker i you know what having thought about it i actually agree because i wonder i'm interested to know what both of your deal breakers are i think for all of us probably they'd have to be quite extreme Mm. yeah do you know what my problem is is as my in my job as an actor i have to justify characters um so i so for instance if i play a character that's to Jade was like absolutely awful and monstrosity of a person, whatever. Yeah. I would, if I was playing that character, I would have to justify them to themselves yeah. because you're never. So do you think you carry that over into real life? I carry that into real life sometimes. Yeah. Well, I justify things that people do through my empathy, oh, God, and it works Jade. against me. Not all the time. Sometimes it's right. a really good. Twenty twenty three. No justification. No justifications. No. <gasps> Wasn't that a Justin Timberlake album? Justified. No justified. Wow. Right, 2023. No, I can't make that work. I can't make that work. But we're making no justifications for people, all of us. We're cutthroat. We are thinking of ourselves and we're going to have a bang in 2023. I wow. hear that. I didn't even know that I needed a pep talk. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. I don't think we did either. No. <laughs> oh, I did need that. Yeah, there we are. Thank you very much. Love that. Right, now let's do it for a listener. Let's do it for other people. Hey girls, I have a dilemma that I'd love your thoughts on. I've been with my boyfriend for three and a half years and we live together. I do love him very much. The only downside in our relationship is that I have a high sex drive and he really doesn't. He never has apparently. I'm not someone who's obsessed with sex but I do feel like it's always me that initiates it and he could happily go weeks without it. He always calls me beautiful but I feel like I need to be shown in actions. Rip my clothes off please. (laughs) Yes. We've spoken about it many times before and he always tries to have sex for a few weeks and then it just dies down again. I've been questioning if this is a deal breaker for months and I honestly can't just make a decision. He's amazing but I don't feel confident and sexy and I'm not sure I ever will. What do I do? Set a reminder in his phone every month. (sighs) God, what for what? For (laughs) initiating sex? For a monthly login. No, no sorry, God. I am just joking. Do you know what? It's it's really difficult because everything in me wants to say, if he's that amazing, like, can you look past it? But actually, I'm going to go out there and say, I think it is a deal breaker to have really, not even really different 
um, sex drives. But what you've said really resonates with me. And I, I understand what you're saying in the sense that he can call you beautiful until the cows come home. But if you're walking past him when you've just got out the shower and you don't even have a towel on and he's not being like, wow, fucking hell, look at you. Mm. You do feel conscious. You do feel like, why are you not paying attention? And if that's making you feel like really affecting your confidence and you don't feel sexy you don't want to go the rest of your life feeling like that no that's true i think i totally agree i think it's um i think you're both like i don't know it just depends so you know we've done the um podcast on like love languages Mm. what your love language is i think it's really important that that marries up with somebody else's love language at the end of the day i think you know, if you're somebody, you, like you say, you're, obviously you're a tactile person and that's what you're after. You're after you're after that primal kind of like touch and sensualness. And if he's not, and that's not necessarily how he shows his love, that's not his love language, you're going to be craving that. And I'm sorry, at some point you're just going to get really frustrated and it's going to start giving you guys, like wedging a gap between you if it, ha- how it sounds like it potentially has already. I mean, the only thing you can do is just tell him how important it is to you to be tactile and to be to be sexual and to be, you know, to have sex. I guess yeah. you're gonna have to tell him that that's what you're what you need. And if it's like a block in his head or a block in his confidence, but by the sounds of it, he's just not really one of those somebody that that cares too much about. It. Do you know what this has made me think of? It's made me think of. Um, uh, one of our listeners sent in an email, Neve, um, and she was telling us a little bit about um, yes. like uh, yes. different forms. Do you know what we'll do? We'll read out Neve's email um, at the end because, I mean, there might be all sorts of reasons as to why he's maybe not feeling, you know, he's, yeah. not, he's not that kind. He just doesn't, yeah, doesn't initiate sex. He's not sexually aroused often or quickly or whatever um we'll we'll read neve's email yeah, out because that was really, really insightful yeah we'll read that out at the end and it was but, yeah. off of the back of um another episode obviously that we did so maybe you were listening and you had questions as well and and neve's answers will probably answer that so yeah, yeah. do you know what it's bloody difficult isn't it because i'm really torn between if he doesn't have any drive and that's not the way that he is then that's it it, it is quite hard to try and force yourself to be that way but then having said that and you can tell me if i'm wrong here how difficult is it to just whip off your pants and have sex once a fortnight or once a month well the thing is as well i think we're always taught that like sex is on boys brains so if you're then in a relationship and someone's not trying it on with you and you've been with them for three and a half years. Like, don't get me wrong. I know everything gets a bit mundane when you've been in these relationships. You have to work at it more. I completely appreciate that. But we're always taught sex is on boys' brains. Yeah. So I would be a bit like, oh, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with us if someone weren't trying it on with me? Yeah. I think the thing is, you have said you have a high sex drive. Yeah. So it's not like you're lacking attention. It's that this is what you want and this is what you're used to and this is what you need. And this is what you need. So I think if you constantly feel like you're asking for it, you constantly are initiating it, unless he miraculously, and I say that hoping for you, unless he he, he changes in some sort of way, 
Yeah. I don't know if this is ever going to work because I think you're always going to feel like this. I also wonder whether this was something... like Because she said he never has apparently, which I'm guessing that always means in the... That means, sorry, in the three and a half years that they've been together and then before that. So I wonder whether this was something at the beginning of their relationship and she's looked past it because she likes him so much. And then three and a half years down the line is wondering if it's a deal breaker or not. Maybe he is asexual. I think we should read... Neve's email because I think that that I mean it might not necessarily be the situation that's happening here but it might shed a little bit of light so let me just grab it okay so Neve really kindly wrote in and um and educated us so I definitely want to read this and it might hopefully help educate some other people as well she says hi girls firstly love your podcast and listen to it every week I just finished listening to the most recent episode and wanted to send an email about the topic of being asexual, aromantic, slash aromantic. I feel like not enough is known about these types of sexualities and I thought if I emailed you, you could read it out and it would educate people a little bit on it. Firstly, aromantic, which is one word, is an actual word in itself which is defined by a person who feels little to no romantic attraction slash feelings towards others. Someone who is a romantic... Two separate words. Yeah, it's quite hard a, when you yeah. hear it like that, isn't it? So you're aromantic and then a, a romantic. So a yeah, a romantic one word or a romantic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so someone who is a romantic, on the other hand, is actually the complete opposite, as they usually do loads of romantic things for their significant other. An asexual person, then, is someone who doesn't feel sexually attracted towards others. There is a difference between the two because someone might be romantically in love with someone and give them affection, such as hugs, cuddles, etc., but not necessarily want to have sex with them. I recently figured out that I am demisexual, which is a type of asexual where you will only have sex with someone if you have a deep connection with someone or if you fall in love with them first. Demisexual people usually don't have one night stands and don't have sex often because they're very picky and basically won't have sex with someone until they're in love first. So yeah. Um, thank you, Neve, because that actually yeah, really, really it was super insightful. We really appreciate it. And that's just made me think about our listener because I wonder if her partner is... Sounds like a, he's a bit asexual. Asexual, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wonder if there are, like, as someone who's not asexual, I wonder if there are ways that they can work, because she sounds like she's super, well, she's just yeah. said, like, she's really high, got a high sex drive, and he hasn't. And there are loads of asexual people in really stable relationships where I'm sure, like, I don't know, is there, like, a, I don't know, like... Could you work something out between you both? It's that makes all it? a communication, though, isn't it, yeah. between you two and what works for you two? Yeah. Like, I don't think you can force someone to. Um... This is really difficult because you admittedly have a high sex drive, so you want someone to be trying it on with you. You want someone to be like mm. give like giving you all the signs that they want to be with you and he's obviously not like that yeah he doesn't yeah, yeah he doesn't he's like just it. not you, like that and the shit answer that. is because this doesn't help you is you literally have to work out if it's a deal breaker or not yeah. and I know that that doesn't help because we're you know but we can't say oh yeah that is a deal breaker or no that isn't because it's down to you whether you think that's a deal break deal breaker or not what is so difficult is you love him so much. So when you're sort of, I love a pros and cons list, but when you're writing all those pros and cons, I just think you're going to hit a constant like headbutt of 50-50. I love him, but this problem. I, mm. I think also 
don't just think about it as in someone's not giving me sex. I think it's really important that point of I don't feel confident and sexy. Everyone deserves to feel confident and sexy. And admittedly, that should, in an ideal world, come from you and how you feel in yourself. But let's be honest, we all gain that from being with partners that treat us right anyway. So I think as much as it's probably not that helpful, you really need to go away and think about can you could you imagine however old you are now living to the ripe old age of in your 90s at 100 years old could you imagine it keeping like it is now and then go from there yeah and um yeah like if he is asexual that i'm sure that there's ways that you could or not i don't want to put labels on anybody obviously but i'm sure that there's ways you could be like like could we try maybe some massage could we try i don't know i'm guessing I think asexual is like they're just not attracted to people right but then but again it is compromise yeah. isn't it yeah. even if that's you're not attracted it, yeah. if that's what she needs yeah. i guess it's then like is he willing to have more sex is she willing to have less, less sex, sex than she'd like yeah. to yeah and that's where they can meet that's in the middle. where you can hopefully meet in the middle see i'm the world's worst though because like I do it all the time where I'm like, I want you to know what I'm thinking without me saying what I'm thinking. And I'm going to be annoyed if you don't know what I'm thinking without me telling you what I'm thinking. I'm testing thinking. you, basically. Yeah, so you should know. And all yeah. I've done is walk into a room. like, And I just feel like, unless you tell him you want sex, he's not going to try it on with you. But then you feel like, well, you're only trying it on with me because I've told you I wanted sex. And then yeah. it's like that vicious circle. But then there's nothing of... less... Like, what, what less less of a turn-on to come in and be like, oh, I'm really horny, let's have sex, and someone be like, oh, I'm not really. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. The rejection of that yeah. is like... Rejection is yeah. awful. Okay, so rounding this up, would it be a deal-breaker for you? Yes. Steve? Oh... I am very tactile. It's something that I... Um, one, it's one of the highest of my love yeah. languages if I was to like put them in an order. And I just know that I'm someone that needs that tactile yeah. sensualness. Yeah. But yeah. I'm the same. It would yeah. be for me as well because I would be exactly the same as our listener. That would really feed into my confidence and how sexy I felt. Yeah, I think that's what it more comes down to for me. If he's not making me feel sexy or wanted, not yeah. necessarily the sex part, mm. but if I don't feel wanted, then yes, it would be a deal breaker because eventually it would eat away at me yeah, and I'd same. be like, why don't you want me? Mm. Yeah. So I think it would. Better the devil you know though, it's the better of two evils really, isn't it? Because, <laughs> you know, you can be with somebody that gives you all of the love, the care, the affection that you deserve and, but just maybe not in the bedroom maybe that's you know if that was mm. that way around like would you rather have a relationship like this situation where it's a bit frustrating on that side or would you rather be with someone that's got super high sex drive wants sex all the time but is really shit at being a partner and being a, a, a you know i'm gonna put it out there and say wait until you have the person that's literally perfect i know yeah, that's really why, idealistic why do we have to compromise as in i know what you're saying if you had to choose but if I was her, being brutally honest in this situation, I would leave this relationship and I would wait until I found someone that had his kindness and, and loving him in the way that you do because of the person that he is, but also the sex drive that I wanted as do well. Do you know what? That is what I admire about you as well because you, like, from your previous relationships, got to a point where you were like, no, 
I am not compromising. This is what I want and this is what I'm going for. And I would always be like, yeah, they're really nice here, but but that outweighs that. And I just think you do that so well. Do you know what it genuinely comes down to? Like, there's loads of things that I don't have confidence in. But one of the the things that I genuinely believe, and this is going to be self-indulgent, I don't know how else to word it, but, like, I really like who I am and I really know that I deserve a lot because I give a lot. So I always knew the person that I ended up with would be amazing and I knew no one would be like, you deserve better. I mean, people might think I deserve better, but I think I've truly waited until I've got someone who like was everything I ever wanted, really. And I've definitely been in relationships where I didn't have that, but I knew that they wouldn't last. And I, I would like to think I've like leveled up each time. So that's where, I, I know what you mean in that sense, because I'm, and even when I was in those relationships, like I was quite brutal in a way like I would make it known like you don't compare to my dad like you're not a like my dad is a shining example of what a man should be and you're not there like I would that would be something that I would say out loud and and even Tom I'm like you're incredible you are just underneath my dad and that's about as good as it's going to get because he is like the biggest gentleman he is everything and you are so nearly there so you're good enough do you know what I mean and that's like that's always been in my head so yeah I personally I don't think I'm doing what we were saying about earlier where we'd say we'd let it slip if it was um, our own things, but yeah, if it was our own relationships. But yeah, for me on this one, I would leave. And I know I would leave that as yeah. hard as that would be. So that yeah. would be a deal breaker for me. Oh, dear. There we go. Look at us being all decisive yes. on our deal breakers. Yes. Very juicy. All right. Do you think it's an issue to have different spending slash saving habits to your partner? Let me take you back to the start, lol. I love when people write lol in a, in a writing. Me and my boyfriend have been together for a couple of years. We're best friends and really happy. Oh, we've always gone out and spent money, food, activities, etc. Not to an excessive amount, but we've always enjoyed ourselves. Nice, we love that. We said we wanted to start saving for a place together last year, but nearly a year down the line, I've realised that I'm pretty amazing at saving, if I do say so myself, and he's really not. He has a really close friendship group, and they're always out socialising four or five nights a week, which would be fine if it wasn't for all of the money he's spending. He hates missing out with a passion, so even though I've brought it up loads of times that I've nearly hit my savings goal and he's got nothing, he still doesn't do anything about it as he always says childish shit like YOLO. I got really upset the other day and in response he took me to Winter Wonderland. I totally get that he was trying to cheer me up but he's completely missed the point as he's ended up spending even more money. No, no, no. I am not happy about this one and it relates back to our money episode. Do you know what I'd tell him? You know what? If you ain't got the money, I'll do it on my fucking own. And let me tell you, he will either buck his ideas up or he will just let you down still. Yeah, I'd say to him, no, well, listen, I'm at my savings amount, so I'm going to start going and looking at houses. Yeah. That is what I would do. But then realistically, she's probably not. The idea is that they're going in together because God knows where she's trying to buy. But if it's in London, it's going to be an arm and a leg. So I think she needs to be really brutal. Let's say, for instance, if it is in London or, you know, equally, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, wherever. <laughs> properties are fucking expensive yeah. now. Like, the idea is that you find a partner that you, you trust, that you want to put this huge debt against your names but for a greater 
like pleasure and joy you know and you've got to be able to trust that the person you're doing that with you're safe in their hands yeah and if they're unreliable when it comes to saving money you know we're not all great i was terrible up until a point and then yeah, i realized the point, Jade, up you realized yeah. if he really wanted to be doing this he would be buckling down yeah buckling down is that even a word knuckling down. knuckling down <laughs> yeah buckling up knuckling down anyway yeah and i think do you know what i have a backup plan i'll yeah. be saying to him listen if you ain't got your amount that's absolutely fine because I'll do it by myself might take me a little bit longer but you can go out and socialise as much as you want and when I've got my house I will be charging you to stay there because you ain't getting a fucking meal ticket yeah Ooh, I, I agree even, I, I agree I wouldn't even I wouldn't even let them know that you would that they're even moving in with you I just yeah. I would be even more brutal than that I'd just be like do you know what I actually think we're probably on different pages in life you like going out spending your money frivolously and you don't really have much of a trajectory yeah. to, to, to do anything yeah. with yourself and if that's your priority I hope you have the best time yeah. I need somebody that I trust yeah and I, I don't think oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, you go no no I was gonna say I just don't I don't actually think it's that deep for him I just think he's being a typical boy and not actually realizing what he is doing I'm gonna Ooh. throw it out there okay. not to play devil's advocate but only because I don't want to give him a lifeline by calling him a typical boy. Yeah. Only because there'll be loads of men out there that'll think, fuck, I, I'm not, I can't now spend that and that and that because I've got to save. Like, my brother, when he was saving for his place, like, my brother is the king of holidays, would have so many trips a year. But when he bought his flat and his fiance, they really knuckled down and they're getting married next year and they're really, like, reducing that spend. What annoys me for you in this situation, our listener, is that... He don't want to do it enough. No, because yeah, if he yeah. wanted to save that money to do it with you, he would. At the end of the day, he you're saying he hates missing out and he's got a close group of friends. He is prioritising drinking with his mates over you. And yeah. that's all it comes that down to. Exactly, yeah. That, I... The thing is, it's one of those things. I'm doing a bit of a Stevie, like, testing him in this sense. But I... I this would be the sort of thing where I wouldn't be constantly going through saying how are you doing with your savings because I've got this I'd be thinking I'm going to wait to the end you fucker and I'm going to show you that I've got all of mine and you've got nothing but the thing is when you do that you cut your nose off to spite your yeah. face and actually unless you're going to follow through and end it or do something about it there's no point because you're no only going to hurt yourself so I think you have to really think about I know you might be your best friend I know you might be really happy but this is someone that doesn't have their pri- they that doesn't have the same priorities that you do has said to you I'm going to save I'm not going to do these things and yet they've still gone against their words so yeah. they've lied they don't have the same priorities as you and they're literally prioritizing a friendship group over you and this is your house your future home it's something really important and it also signifies where you're at in life he's not on the same page as you so I think it's either talking to him and saying look this is a deal breaker for me I'm at the point where you can either start doing it now and start fucking saving and actually doing this or you're gone that would be my decision I think as well I would have more respect for him in this situation if he said do you know what I love you but I'm not at the point where I want to be saving for a house don't be stringing you along saying yes let's save yes let's save when realistically you both know you're not saving Yes, or he's not saving there's nothing wrong if he's at the point where he wants to go out with his mates and not save like you go and do it make the most of those years completely agree with that what's wrong is that he's telling her he's on the same page where it's clearly not yeah so that would a hundred percent do you know what as well it is he's prioritizing he is prioritizing his mates yeah that would actually kill me not 
in terms of he should be prioritizing me, but if you've had a discussion with him and there's an agreement that you're taking the next step in life and you are committing to each other in terms of buying a house, which is a 35-year yeah. commitment for, for a lot of people, yeah. and then he's just off pissing it out the wall with his mates. Yeah. Yeah. No. And actually, not only is it a deal breaker, but I find that really unattractive. Yeah. Not the pissing it out the wall, like you go and do you, but saying you're going to do one thing and then so blatantly disrespecting it and like, and she said, I've got my savings and he's got nothing. Yeah. Like, I think as a woman, I'm, and I know that this is like, um, what's the word? I don't, as a, as a feminist, I hate saying this because I've never relied on any man, but you do want to be with some. You do want to feel like if shit hit the fan, someone could step yeah. in and look after you yeah. and, and That's take your safety over. Net, so if no? you've got, if he's got nothing, where is your safety net? You are his safety net. Yes, he and will rely on you. If you stay with him, I'm telling you now, and I know I don't know I totally you. Agree with you. He is going to borrow off of you. He is going to rely on you for the rest of your life. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not just he's going out for a one-off to celebrate his mate's birthday, or he's going out the weekends. You've said four to five nights. That is the yeah. Majority yeah. of the week, he is out yeah. with his friendship group, which is fine. I'm assuming you don't live together at the minute, but what you're going to buy this house and he's never going to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Oh no, run, Sorry. <laughs> run, <laughs> run, motherfucker. Was it a deal break for Jade? <laughs> no, so I well, from our drastic responses, all a deal breaker for us. I'm afraid, my love. It is really shit, but, and also, I, I just want to say in this position, because we're basically telling you to leave this man, I know what it's like to have been in a relationship where you think that person is your best friend and you think you're really happy, and it's really hard to walk away from something like that, and actually, until the next person you meet, who, because you're so great and you get on with everyone, then you're like, I feel like everyone's my best friend because everyone wants to be friends with me. I, I just feel like you can, don't let that keep you in it do you know what I mean but equally I do also think people get complacent in their situations Mm. so if you've let this go on I'm not saying you've enabled this but if this has gone on and on and on and you've not said anything it might take for you to be like do you know what I've reassessed our situation and these are the things I'm not happy with in our relationship. So I'm airing them so you're aware and it's completely down to you whether you take them on and change or whether you stay the same. Yeah. But and you should only tell have to you, do that one time. Yeah, that will tell you all you need to know. Yeah, mm. I agree. Agreed. I agree. Hello. Help, please, girls. Oh my god, that is a dramatic <laughs> way to start um, a question. I'm in a relationship and I thought things were going really well until my friends and family both mentioned that they, cut a long story short, don't actually like him. This completely came out of the blue for me and I can't really understand where they're coming from, but they all 100% have always had my best interests at heart, so I feel like I need to pay attention. I asked for reasoning and they said he doesn't seem to prioritise me, doesn't have much ambition and makes bare minimum effort with all of the family. 
They also don't like that he's not that close with his family. How did I miss all of this? I don't know how to feel because I don't know if I agree with some of the stuff they're saying. But equally, I don't know if I've been so wrapped up in things that I've not noticed the red flags. I actually feel really sad as all I ever wanted was for my family and boyfriend to get on well. Oh, that's sad. Oh, this actually hurts me. Yeah, and I can answer that question instantly when you're like, how did I miss all of this? Because when you're in love with someone, you you just do miss all of those things because you yes these things might exist in the background but you're too busy thinking about all the happiness you've got and all the good times and the fun times this literally screams my first relationship i had apart from my family didn't tell me how much they disliked him until it was over it's really really hard all i would say is like you can't like completely be swayed by people but if you're saying they've only ever had your best interests at heart then that says it all doesn't it really like they are saying this because they think it for a reason. And I would really pay attention to that. Yeah. But then, okay, devil's advocate, as someone who has been in a relationship with somebody who did turn out to be a bit of a dickhead, um, and all of these things apply. However, I think sometimes you do have to like sit back and go, actually, is this happening? Because if, let's say, for instance, family members do take a dislike him for one thing or the other, or for the, you, you, know, you know, like we said with our episode on Ick, once you get something that pisses you off, like, it's just, like, an ever-rolling stream of icks. Yeah. Like, has your family and friends got the ick with it? Like, I'm not... You said that they've got your best interests at heart all the time. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, yeah. how do you feel about it? Do, are, can you understand what they're, where they're coming from? Can you see what they're saying? Like, do do... Do you agree with some of the things that they're pulling up or do you disagree with some of them? Because I think it's really easy once, like, you dislike somebody to find the fault Mm. in everything that they do, really, and then start picking them apart. But actually, I think you, as an adult, need to reassess it. And if there are things you're like, I agree with that, I disagree with that, or you don't see this moment, or do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, do take on board what they're saying and think about it and approach him and have a conversation but if there are things that aren't working or if you are noticing you know what you don't make enough effort or blah 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 but if you are happy and you have kind of been taken like you said taken aback by this and it's made you feel really sad then I think it's reasonable for you to turn around and say do you know what I'm taking on what you say I'm actually going to have a little think about what you've said and I'm gonna kind of monitor it myself for a moment because um there's a few things that I disagree with. Yeah. And I think it's a totally fine to say that because, yeah, like I say, this is your yeah. decision at the end of the day. But on a whole other thing, like they, they like you said, they do prioritise you and they've always seemed to put you first and you don't think this is malicious. So, you know, you, you trust them that they would be telling you these things because they love you and they care for you and not for any other reason, which I'm sure yeah. that they're not. But equally it does come down to you whether or not you agree with what they're saying or whether you go do you know what you're seeing something different to what actually we're like when we're together or when we're at home and I don't know I just I want to chuck that in there because I think it's so easy for like people have like they end relationships because of things and then they look back and they I don't know I don't want you to fall out with your family and your friends afterwards and go do you know what I was actually really happy and now I'm really fucking miserable and yeah. I love him and I miss him and all of that you're going to get really vengeful towards the people that you feel are probably 
the people that have stuck this wedge between you both and then equally it's ended because of that so it's really interesting the things that they've pulled up as well so um mm. do, he doesn't have much ambition well what is ambition to to them. people because yeah. ambition is very different to a lot of people um and my version of having ambition is going to be different to well i think it'd probably be quite similar to you two but it's it's going to be different i know that like certainly for me and nick ambition is a completely different thing so that is one thing also he makes the bare minimum effort with um all of my family what does that mean if he walks into the room he won't say hello to him or is it in fact that he's actually really shy and i'm not i'm not Siding, or is he picked with up that you lot don't, that they don't like him? Yeah, or are they, and are they standoffish towards yeah. him? Do they offer everyone else a drink and not him? And does he think, oh, do not you know even what? that? But you can get but a vibe. She would pick up on that if they did stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but you would get like let's say for instance you, but girls, you would get I a vibe. Never, my first boyfriend lived at my family home for two years. I didn't have a clue that there was a vibe. So I, I'm yeah. not being anti the boyfriend. I'm really not because you have said some of the things you're not sure you quite agree with. But I'm I'm genuinely saying it because in the moment there was so much that I didn't see because I sort of didn't want to see it because it was easier not to. And looking back, and the not making an effort with the family was massive with my family. And I didn't realise because I'd hear hello when they'd go downstairs and then I wouldn't, you know, I didn't realise that my dad sometimes felt uncomfortable, breaks, fucking breaks my heart, uncomfortable going into his own kitchen because my first boyfriend, my boyfriend was there. And he was like, it was just so awkward because he didn't talk or he didn't make effort. So I'm just, I am obviously biased in this question because I think you have the key thing here is you said your family have always had your best interests at heart and I think you have to pay attention to that and then just like Jade said say to them you know what I'm going to take that on board and I'm going to sit back but make sure you sit back and think about it don't Mm. say that to make it easy and just placate them and then go and be happy with your boyfriend make sure you're the the thing is also you will know the answer to these does he have much ambition whether that's his ambition or your ambition does he have it you know the answer to that you don't need to think about that twice does he prioritize you sit and think about that truly in all walks of life is he you know thinking about the future with you is he on a day-to-day basis prioritizing you with the effort with the family, really, they they can only say that more than you can because it, that's how they feel. But I just think... The thing with that as well, board. I think if the way he acts to... Like, they don't have to get along. No, no, they don't have to be best you friends. you can still but... make an effort with people and be polite yes. and be nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, my, for example, my second boyfriend... Nice guy, really. Nice guy deep down. There was no problems. Very chatty. Got on with all my family. But they had nothing in common. Whereas, like, Tom is, like, best buds with all of my family. But, you know, the second one, nice guy. Really nice guy. Both really liked each other. But they were never going to be friends. They were never going to, you know... And there's a difference. As long as your family aren't, like, really overthinking it in that sense. But I don't know. I, I think, firstly... I know I've literally gone through being like, deal breaker, deal breaker, deal breaker. But... I guess you're not actually asking if this is a deal breaker because your family are saying certain things that could be perceived as a deal breaker. You just need to go away and think through things. But I, I really do think try and yeah, I know this ain't this is terrible advice. But if you I, I was gonna I'm say gonna this is disclaimer. Really terrible advice. advice. <laughs> but I almost feel like it's a good idea to think about this after an argument with him. I know no, I don't mean start an argument, obviously, but I almost feel like you need to take down the rose tinted glasses of 
but we're so happy and he's so oh, great and all these mean. things. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, because otherwise, I think you will be tempted to just see the goods that it is. Because or defend him. Or de- be defensive of him. family yeah. is saying, listen, we're not quite yeah. sure. And also, I think that's really natural in a relationship, no matter what you think deep down, to defend the person. Because your family or your friends don't know them in the same way that you know them. So they could be the world's biggest dick and you're still like, oh, but you didn't see that two nice things that they've done and and I think that's really natural so that's why I feel like I've not after an argument but even if you take a couple of days away don't talk very much or just have a bit of a break I really feel like you need to come away and get perspective on it before you can make a decision on that yeah for sure but then right I'm I, I completely agree with what you're saying but I'm gonna go the other end as well yeah I know people's parents who are not intending to be manipulative but will say things like oh I don't like them don't like them well, but she's saying she's no always reason. had the best interests at heart that's all I'm going yeah, for yeah 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 for example so I had a friend who was always going to hate every boyfriend that I ever got because um, and it wasn't even me that noticed it one of our mutual friends said oh how is she now that you've got a boyfriend and I was like yeah fine and she wasn't really but I didn't want to say that and she was like she's going to be jealous of someone new coming in your life. So in that sense, I do think certain family members, for some people, might instantly dislike anyone because of that dynamic. But I think in this sense, because she said... They've always had my best interests. It's funny I think as we can well. Trust that, yeah, uh, your friends and family are saying yeah. it. It's not just one. Yeah, it's, that's it's true. both. But that's true. Yeah. Oh. Good luck. <laughs> You've done a me. I've done a Stevie there before she got a chance to do it. Oh, no, gosh. I'm joking. That actually sounds really rude. Genuinely good luck. I know it's it's really shit being stuck between both, especially when there's feelings involved, which there obviously is. But I hope you have enough time to sit back and think about how you feel. Also, it might be one of those things. Stay in the relationship, but don't. I'm not telling you what to do, but don't move in with him. Don't progress. Don't do any of those things. What's like, just let it be with him? No, like, I don't, when I say don't progress, I mean like don't get married, don't have a kid, don't do that. Like just let it progress and see if these things naturally pop up for you. I don't know. Full of terrible advice tonight. Maybe we just, maybe I'll just scrap all the one who's had a drink. I know. I know. Just trying to help, but. We are having a quick interjection because we have a very exciting announcement. That was a terrible drum roll because we are announcing the winner of Challenge Jade. If you knew here, we played a game called Challenge Jade. It was based on the fact that Jade is incredible at guessing theme tunes, TV adverts, all of these things really, really quickly. So we thought, I know, we'll challenge Jade. It turned out that me and Stevie were quite rubbish at the beginning. So we teamed up and went together against Jade. Jade and as the weeks and weeks went on we got up to 44 weeks of challenge Jade or 43 weeks maybe the scores are as follows we've also been promising you these scores for weeks and weeks and weeks but the thing is it took us so long to go back through the episodes so we do apologize we know you've been waiting with bated breath but here (laughs) you go how indulgent of us (laughs) okay as if anyone gives a fuck (laughs) (laughs) Real edge of the cliff, edge of the seat things here. Um, right, so the scores are 23-19. <gasps> and the winner oh. is... Stevie and Al! Oh. Fuck you, Challenge Jane! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so coming out now! To be fair, oh. I absolutely did nothing. 
nothing to contribute Steve, to I'm that not, score. Do you know what? You did more than you think, actually, when we added it up, because I feel like you won more in the beginning. Oh. Yeah. But towards the end, shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was actually really quite interesting going through it all. But Challenge Jays, I love to Challenge uh, Jays. Well, so I'm much. actually glad that it's over because now we get to all go head to head with each other. Yeah. It's always the end of the podcast. I'm like, oh God, I'm in for the, I'm in shocks. You wanted now. that game. I did. You yes. this game Girls, I was so adamant that I was going to be the bet. Like, yeah, you know what? All of those years of quizzing on Zoom during COVID, oh, don't I me. thought had made me a pro. But it just turns out three heads are better than one. Yes, there that is very go. true. Okay, well, that's that then. Challenge Jade, long loved, never forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have got a new segment for you. Um, I will do a jingle for this as well, guys. I'm oh, going oh we never ever got your jingle. And you had the New Year's deadline and you didn't get to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a deal breaker for me. I'm sick of your lies. <laughs> I can't deal with Hello, this. Hello, we are Stevie and Elle from Long Story Short. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck you, Lot. Fuck you, Lot. I sing you a song for Stevie's Word of the Week. Do you know what? Stevie, we sing the intro to your we word of the week every week for we you. sing every week so you know what you have to make the jingle go and get your tambourine yeah you will triangle go and get your tambourine and I'll weigh you near right? do you know what I would really like that that sound fork thing that you did in the new year new me episode because that sounded amazing yeah, it was a really lovely noise there we go I forgot to bring me um, my healing bowl the I should have brought that and done yes. that anyway we will do that another, another time. time our new segment is called finish that phrase oh that's very dramatic thank you so the name of the game is each week we are each going to take either a song lyric or maybe a line from a popular movie, TV show, series, whatever. Um, and we're going to let the other two know what it's from. Whether we're going to say this is a song lyric or this is a movie lyric. Blah, blah, blah. And we're just going to read it as deadpan as possible. And then it is down to the first person to put their hand up and tell us where the lyric is from. And they get an extra point if they are able to finish the phrase yeah okay i hope Ooh, that makes so sense where it's from and finishing the phrase you get a point saying okay. like if you can identify the song or movie or series etc where it's from yeah but you will also get a bonus point if you are able to finish the phrase does that make sense ladies? big opportunity to power through with the points yes here. brilliant okay. yeah okay i think i'm going to be able to finish it rather than say where it's from Right, it's me versus Stevie, I think, for this first, <gasps> first one. Time. I know. Oh, we've never oh. Yes. We used to go Since against each up. other. Now we're, now we're enemies. We've been surprised huh? upon. Oh, I'm really <laughs> pleased about this. Because you I get to like, pick for once. I feel yeah. like... What? Yeah, I get to pick. And it's not you two ganging up on me anymore. Oh, oh but we only ganged up on you because you were meant no, to I be was... incredible. <laughs> 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 Sorting that wound a little bit more. <laughs> okay, girls, are you ready? Yes. yes. Brilliant. So I'm going to read you this line. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer, it is a song, okay? Oh, okay. It is a song this week. Okay. So I'm going to read you the lyric, uh, just as deadpan as I can. First one to pop their hands up, and they need to tell me where what the song is. Uh, if you can, the artist, but it's not a necessity. But you will get a bonus point if you are able to 
finish the phrase, okay? Ready? Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, I believe in miracles. No, I'm wrong. I know, I know. <gasps> no, I'm not wrong, but I feel like I took that back. I know, I know. Okay, okay, I'm gonna have to come to Steve. Go over to Steve. Tom Jones. You sexy thing. I believe in miracles. Where are you from? Well, girls. You sexy thing. I'm afraid it's incorrect. Oh, is that what you were going to say? Well, in that case, girls, I think it's best that you let me finish the phrase myself before you actually jump in. I'm not going to finish the entire, like, I haven't finished. Basically, you had finished. No, you didn't let me get to the end of the sentence. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Now. I believe in miracles, and a miracle has happened tonight. <laughs> is this a fucking Christmas song? Is this a like an old hymn that no. we have to sing in school? Girls, come on, right? Okay, I'm going to give you another <laughs> I haven't clue. even got a clue. No, literally not a clue. I'm still singing Sex Bomb or whatever it I'm was. I'm going to give you a little bit of a rhythm to it. Okay, which might right, Okay, yeah. Okay. Now I believe in miracles. No, what's the fucking rhythm? He just read it out again. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want me to fucking sing it? Well, we need something because we haven't got a clue at the moment. Because at the minute, I'm still going, where are you from? You sexy thing. That goes like this. I believe in miracles. No, okay. This is different. Okay. By the way, that was not Tom Jones. It wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. It was, um, I did think Hot that. chocolate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, oh, okay, are you right. ready, girls? Yeah. I'm going to give you a little bit of rhythm, maybe a little bit of tune to it, It'd okay? It'd be nice if you could this time, Okay, yeah. no problem. Now I believe in miracles, and a miracle is happening tonight. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You've been thinking about my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. Oh, oh Jackson! Yeah, oh, Never would I have ever got it from really? those lyrics. No, never, oh, never, ever, well, ever. This is going to be a great game. This is I'm be a good very game. excited. Two points up. Well done. <laughs> so I'll tell you was what, it I Michael am Jackson so or was it the Jackson Five? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh. Look at her. Yeah, Look at her. One of them points taken off. She's trying <laughs> it. Fucking Tom Jones over okay. there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start the leaderboard. Ellie is yes. in the lead with two points. Okay. Dave, me and you might have to team up. I mean, we potentially might have to team up. <laughs> you can have a lot <laughs> <laughs> The cheek of it. Oh, I'm very excited to finish that phrase. Brilliant, yeah. girls. Bring your A game. Okay. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com and head over to our TikTok page, which is longstoryshortpod, to see what we've been up to. We'll be back next Tuesday, and don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye! Bye.